Welcome to Talks at Stellenbosch Uni, Stellenbosch University's podcast where we talk about current topics and innovative research done at the university. World TB Day is commemorated every year on the 24th of March to raise awareness and understanding about tuberculosis. The World Health Organization estimates that every day nearly 4,000 people will die from TB and about 30,000 people will be infected with TB, this despite it being a preventable and curable disease. We are joined today by Professor Brian Allwood, pulmonologist and associate professor at the Stellenbosch University Faculty of Health Sciences. Hello, Professor Allwood. Thank you for joining us. Can you please tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you do? Hi, um, thank you for letting me speak um, on your podcast for World TV Day. My name is Brian Allwood. I'm a, an associate professor at Stellenbosch University and Tigerberg Hospital. Tigerberg Hospital, as you'll know, is the second biggest hospital in the country. And uh, my role is that I head up the post-TB lung disease service, as well as heading up the interstitial lung disease and pulmonary vascular units as well within our division. So that's what I do during the day. A lot of your research specifically focuses on post-tuberculosis lung disease. I must admit that I have never heard of it. Can you elaborate on this? Well, you're not alone in that. A lot of people haven't heard of post-tuberculosis lung disease, which is really quite amazing and quite astounding. As clinicians, we work in a very high burden TB setting, and I think you'll know that. Um, the, the numbers are, are, are quite crazy. And as a clinician pulmonologist, a lot of my work is dealing with patients who have survived and were successfully treated from tuberculosis, but have actually got long-standing complications and consequences of the tuberculosis itself. So tuberculosis can damage the lungs. Now, now you will be aware of post-COVID lung disease. Everybody talks about that because there's a lot in the press. It's very topical. But people don't talk about post-TB lung disease. But TB can be an incredibly destructive disease in the lungs. It can cause scarring. It can cause cavities to form. can cause all sorts of damage um, in people. And this is what we see a lot of during our daily practice at Tigerberg Hospital. And we've got some incredibly sad stories of people who are have one episode of TB and are left with very, very severe lung disease after tuberculosis. So clearly this is a big problem. It's surprising that not more has been said about post-tuberculosis consequences. In your opinion, what should our communities know about this disease? Let's just try and put some numbers to it. We know that tuberculosis before COVID was the number one killer of people year on year in South Africa. Worldwide, about 10 million people a year get tuberculosis, of which about a million will die. So nine million people, of which about a million are children, will survive tuberculosis. The estimated number of survivors of tuberculosis worldwide was 155 million people. Now that's a really big number and difficult to kind of chew. But if you think about in Cape Town alone, or in the Western Cape alone, which is obviously where I work, in the Western Cape alone, in one calendar year, we have almost 40,000 cases of tuberculosis. Um, in Cape Town alone, we have almost 22,000 cases a year. So that's in the last five years, we've had over 180,000 cases of tuberculosis uh, in Cape Town alone. Now, so that's fine. So that's how many people will have had the disease and will have survived tuberculosis. So how many of them will have symptoms? So we now know 
that three years after tuberculosis, approximately 20% of those people will still have symptoms related to the episode of tuberculosis. And that's not all. We don't talk about the psychological impact of tuberculosis, the post-TB psychological and social impacts, because you must remember that tuberculosis is is disproportionately um, affects the poor and low-income communities. And if you happen to lose your job, It has massive social impacts. And equally, we know that about 25% of people will be left with things like anxiety, depression, uh, social stresses, um, which is actually even more than people that were left with lung disease. What can we, and particularly researchers and health planners, do in this area? Yes, this is a really good question. I think the first thing is that we need to make our communities and and particularly people who are starting TB treatment aware of these potential consequences because nobody tells you when you start TB treatment that actually you've got about a 20% chance of having symptoms in three years time from your tuberculosis. Nobody tells you this. So there needs to be an awareness of this problem. Secondly, people need to be aware that if you are left with a tuberculosis, um, lung disease, complications that you may not be able to return to normal life. Now, I say that with caution because the truth is the majority, by far the majority of people will be able to go back to normal life, but there are definitely those people who can't. They may have symptoms such as coughing, they may have uh, produced sputum, so cough up spit every day, they may get recurrent infections, they may be left very short of breath. And that we know that the more episodes of tuberculosis you have, so if you're unlucky enough to have two or three episodes you are even at more risk of these these, uh, consequences. Secondly, we need to make people aware and the community is aware that people who have completed TB treatment are often quite traumatized. Um, There's a lot of psychosocial impacts. They might be depressed and anxious, as I mentioned, and that people really need to be aware of this in people. It's Often we just assume that people just go back to how they were before. But when you speak to many of our TB survivors, they will tell you that this is not always the case. And many of them have had significant impacts in their lives, so particularly those people with multi-drug resistant and extensively drug resistant TB. And then finally, what people need to be aware of is that if you've had an episode of tuberculosis, you're actually at increased risk of getting tuberculosis again for reasons we don't fully understand. And more importantly, is that we know that if you've had tuberculosis and been successfully treated, there is a chance that you that you will die younger than people of your peerage, so people around you. And we don't understand why this is. Some of it is related to lung disease, but there are other factors at play which are not fully accounted for. So I think what communities need to be aware of is that TB does not necessarily end for everybody on the day you take your final tablet. And that's a message that needs to get out quite strongly. Do you have any closing comments? I think there's quite a lot that that needs to be done. I think the first and most important factor that we need to do is we need to be advocating for this disease. It is embarrassing how little we know about post-TB lung disease. TB has been around for 9,000 years. The tuberculosis um, bacillus was discovered in 1882. So that is fully 140 years ago. 
Now, when you compare it to SARS-CoV-2, which is only two years old, there has been more published on post-COVID lung disease in the last two years than there has in the last 50 years in post-tuberculosis lung disease. People are just not aware of this condition. And there's very good reason for that. The reason for that is that it occurs in majority countries. Um, I use the term majority countries because that is where the majority of the world population live. Um, Most people use the term low and middle income countries, but I prefer the term majority countries. And I think because post-TB lung disease occurs in these countries, people are not aware of this condition and don't advocate for it. And as policymakers, we need to be aware for that. And, and the national TB programs need to be aware of this condition. We need to be assessing people after tuberculosis for do they have residual symptoms? Are, are, can they go back to normal life? Or do we need to take extra care of them and look after them? So I think this is the one, probably the most important message is that people need to be aware of this condition. And not just the clinicians and the researchers. It's actually a lot of, if we, if we take lessons from the post-COVID lung disease, a lot of the gender driven by the patients themselves, not by the clinicians um, and, the, and the funders. When the patients start putting up their hands and saying, hey, this is a problem, you guys need to help us, that's when people take notice. And, and I would really be, um, strongly encourage patient groups and community groups to um, embrace this advocacy role and put post-TB lung disease on the agenda. We have a massive problem in our communities of the disease and it really need, the message really needs to get out there. Professor Allwood, thank you very much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much um, for having me on, um, on, on this program. You know, j- just to say, there's great work done in this, uh, in this province on tuberculosis. And, and understandably, we are trying to, to prevent and to treat it effectively. So the majority of the research and funding has gone into um, diagnostics and to treatment of tuberculosis. And that is entirely appropriate. But the reality is that in our lifetimes, tuberculosis is not going to go away. Um, even if we cure tuberculosis tomorrow with the magic wave of the wand, I will still, for the rest of my career, be seeing patients who have got the destroyed lungs uh, from TB. And we really need to think about how we're going to treat this. Can we put this on the TB research agenda? Is there something that we can do during TB treatment that can actually uh, stop um, or prevent the damage that the tuberculosis and, and, and is causing. Um, so thank you very much for the opportunity to, to uh, join this podcast. And uh, we just really hope that we are able to change the momentum um, and, the, and make people aware of post-TB lung disease because we need to prevent it, we need to treat it, and we need to help those people who already have the disease. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Follow all the latest Stellenbosch University news at www.sun.ac.za or follow us on all the largest social media platforms.